0: Welcome to AM Best Audio. Auto insurers have faced a number of challenges in recent years. I'm John Weber for AM Best TV and we're at the 2023 Verisk Insurance Conference in Scottsdale. We've got a great panel to talk all about that. They are Don Elzinga, Vice President, Actuarial, Property and Casualty, Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan. Brad Magic, Underwriting Product Manager for Verisk. And Joseph Waterk, Vice President Auto at Verisk. And Joe, we're going to start with you. The audio industry has seen some pretty wide swings in the past couple of years, hasn't it?
1: Absolutely, you could say it's almost been like whiplash. So do you think about the pandemic, the situation we were in, the world shut down, driving patterns went down, people drove less, we had fewer accidents, and so as an industry, we returned rebates and dividends in the, in the amount of $12 billion back to policyholders. And so, uh, but then we found ourselves almost a year later, as people returned back to work, accidents started happening again, frequency increased, although severity skyrocketed because there was supply chain issues. And what happened as a net effect was profitability started to um, deteriorate and for the first time in 2021, 20, the industry uh, pierced a 100 combined ratio. And it's only gotten worse since then. And the environment we're in now is uh, one that we're, we're chasing as an industry uh, profitability and rate increases as best we can. So we've had, in a matter of two years, we've had a significant whiplash as an industry.
2: Right, and I think that's, that's uh, notable that it moved so quickly. And it's not just one factor. It's not just um, a, a particular uh, event like uh, 9-11 or something like that, it's multiple factors that have come into play. And then the other thing that I think is different about this is that there's, there's really no safe place. So losses are higher, expenses are higher, reinsurance costs are higher. Our investments aren't saving us, they're tanking as well. So I think it's a combination of multiple things that have made it very difficult to be profitable in auto.
3: Brad, you've been talking to a number of industry experts. What are you hearing? So what we've heard from the industry over the past couple of years is is like Joe mentioned, the the severity and the inflation, that's happening lately. But if we go back to 2020, right, early in the pandemic, uh, there was two factors or two themes that we've heard from, from the insurance industry. The first one was consumer behavior. So early in the pandemic, when we were all uh, safe at home, right, all locked in our homes, nobody was driving. So a a lot of insureds on the personal line, right, they either went online or they called their insurance company and they decreased uh, their annual mileage, right? So that's a key rating factor in in some states, especially like California. A lot of insureds decreased their mileage. And on the insurance company side during the pandemic... Many insurance companies actually paused or stopped some of their re-underwriting programs. So you had this double whammy of like key rating factors like mileage, uh, you know, garaging usage. A lot of those changed during the pandemic. And as um, th- the severity trends worsened, you know, fast forward to 2022, 2023, then you have that double whammy of your policies are misrated on top of uh, the inflation. So. That's what we're seeing now in the industry, and that's what the carriers are dealing with.
2: That's absolutely right. Um, I've never seen books shift. I've been in the industry for over 30 years, and I haven't seen an auto book shift as quickly as what you just described. Um, you don't know how many miles people are driving. You don't know where they're living. Uh, you don't know about the the people are borrowing vehicles. It's been difficult to, to uh, get, buy a new vehicle, buy a used vehicle, rent a vehicle. And so you don't really know much about the vehicle that they're driving or the ownership of that vehicle. And so there's so many unknowns. Um, and you described a lot of the exposure drops in terms of mileage, uh, people putting vehicles, extra vehicles into storage. We actually saw an increase in um, credit-based scores as well during the pandemic, which was not expected um, but that again uh, caused average premiums to decrease so you have average premiums decreasing you have uh, your distribution changing and you really need to stay on top of that
1: just to add to your point around average premiums decreasing we had done some analysis just recently looking at our we have 35 million uh, records of court record information and we looked at over this period of time we're discussing we noticed that the um, there's been a 30% reduction in the amount of violations, surchargeable violations, that insurers have applied to new business policies. So what that means is policing has changed through this environment, through this pandemic. And so police, we we hypothesize, police are issuing fewer violations, fewer tickets, and that means fewer violations to charge from at new business for the industry. And so 30% evaporation, if you will, uh, that is exacerbating the problems that, that we're seeing. Don, what do you see of the
0: challenges of
2: writing auto in a hard market? Well, the the biggest one is inflation. That's clear. I mean, the uh, the, the difficulty about um, pricing, how long it takes to do a repair. Uh, we've also seen, um, and you mentioned this, um, m- maybe not as strong of an underwriting practices. Also, I would say on the claim side, we've uh, seen seen some struggles there because vehicles are in the shop for longer. Um, sometimes we're getting charges for for COVID cleaning fees, for storage fees at a, at a body shop or repair shop. And so the claim costs are just naturally going up as you get all these new types of uh, costs coming on. So it's really about getting back to that blocking and tackling, both from a claims perspective, making sure you're following your policy language, as well as from an underwriting perspective, making sure you understand your book and uh, you're rating it appropriately.
3: Yeah, I would add in a hard market, it really is important for the insurance companies to get the right rate for the risk. Um, So when it was a soft market, right, pre-pandemic, the industry w- was focused on growth, so they weren't necessarily you know, doing some of these programs at the point of quote or the point of sale. Uh, as we mentioned in, in 2020, right, a lot of companies paused some of these programs, so it's, it's almost like they, f- they forgot these underwriting muscles, right, they, they, underwriting, they drifted away from the underwriting discipline, um, and now we're seeing a lot of interest, especially I would say the last six to nine months, we've listened to a lot of, of the in- insurance market, right, the industry, and they're looking to restart and relearn. Um, it's really just basic blocking and tackling, right? Like Don said, it's, it's uh, you know, do you have the right drivers in the house? Is it at the right location? Do they own the car, right? Is there insurable interest? This is all, you know, insur- underwriting 101 sort of stuff, um, which uh, the, the market needs to get back to.
1: I'll just add one, one maybe bright spot, if you will. You know, there's been a lot of talk about usage-based insurance models, So I think what we're seeing when we talk to insurance executives is that they're trying to, they they recognize they need to be more rate adequate, means all premiums need to go up, but they recognize they also need to be competitive at new business. And so how do they do that? Well, they can offer, what we're seeing is an uptick in the offering and the adoption of usage-based insurance policies as a way of countering these premium increases, right? So we're having to increase the base rates to maintain rate adequacy but insurers are now adopting usage-based pricing models so that they can offer discounts um, to reduce the effect. And we've looked at our, um, our research suggests that even just our telematics-based transactions have increased 35% in the past 12 months, again, signifying that telematics adoption is, or, or telematics is being used as a way of maybe discounting some of this increase that, that we're forced to, to take.
2: That's absolutely right. I think it's a. Um, we introduced a telematics option in 2021, so sort of in the middle of COVID, but it's incredibly valuable. And I think I think you're right. I think policyholders are more um, accepting of that as our whole worlds have become more digitized, and and as well as that's a natural tool to be able to use to reflect varying mileage, whether you're working remotely whether you're working in person again now some combination thereof you've taken a different job a lot of people have moved employment and so telematics gets you that information a lot more quickly and i think policyholders are accepting of it i think that's a better way to assess risk for us it's also been useful um, in some of the delivery gig sort of economy that have, has come around in the last uh, couple of years be everyone is delivering food as well as as people and groceries and pharmaceuticals, just about everything, and telematics also helps uh, assess some of that exposure.
1: Sure, certainly. Yep.
0: So Dawn, where is the industry headed and what can be done?
2: It goes back to what we were just talking about. You've got to be true to your underwriting. You've got to be true to your claims practices. You've got to watch uh, premium leakage, but you've also got to watch loss cost leakage and uh, that's squarely on the claim side. Like I said, I think there have been a lot of costs that have snuck into the claims process that we didn't really expect, and you need to examine the costs. So I think it's using analytics to understand your claims costs is very important, and understanding if as your book shifts, what the impact on that could be for your risk and for your premium.
3: Yeah, I would agree. I think we'll see the industry get back to the basics, um, because just rate increases alone, is is not going to help the situation. Um, You know, one, it may not be fair to to the consumers, right, to the insureds, if if just a peanut butter spread rate increase across the board. So I think that's where the the segmentation and the differentiation will will help those carriers get ahead.
1: The only other thing I'd add is, I think, in, in a time of unprofitability, you know, we've talked a lot about premium, top line, top line, adding to the top line. I think what we're also seeing is insurers are going back and looking at their underwriting expense and they're looking at Um, the total cost of acquisition and looking to find ways of saving and find ways of maybe re-engineering their quote flow or optimizing that to use certain data services in a way that reduces their expense load. So I think there's premium actions and there's blocking and tackling, underwriting and rating, but I think also some leaders are looking at the total cost of acquisition and find ways of lowering that uh, to uh, help with the bottom line.
0: Interesting discussion. Don
1: Elzinger, Brad Magic, Joseph Walark.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank Thank you. Thank you. And from the 2023 Verisk Insurance Conference, I'm John Weber for I Am Best TV. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that